We would like to thank our amazing sponsor, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists are experts in smart travel and are there to help you plan an amazing Disney vacation. Whether you are looking at Disney World, a Disney cruise, or anywhere in the world, they will book you an amazing vacation and it costs you nothing. Their services are completely free. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, it is trip report day. And it's one of my trip reports this time. Father-daughter trip report with a little family sprinkled in, right? Yes, daddy-daughter for three nights. It was wonderful. It was magical. A lot of great memories. I highly recommend it. That is what we're going to be talking about on this week's episode. So a little different than our trip coming up September 11th through the 14th. If you're in the Orlando area, come join us. Yes. Uh, We have hangouts planned, scheduled. It's on our website, www.ropedroppers.com under events. We're going to have a Galactic Hero shootout. We're going to meet up for a cinnamon roll maybe drink and eat around the world showcase and we'll have prizes and fun and more and maybe even find a trumpet squid oh yeah so definitely come check out our trip Yes, and I know a handful of our Patreons will be coming to check it out as well in September. So we have two new Patreons, Holly and Sarah. Thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio community. And a quick shout out to some longtime Patreons, Kent Mullins, who I'm sorry we just missed at the parks, Kelsey and JT Timms. Uh, Thank you guys so much for getting bonus episodes. This week's bonus episode is on Derek's epic travel fails. Like, I have people that want to uh, to become Patreons to hear that. I'm I'm embarrassed to even discuss this. I won't even discuss it on the regular show. You have to pay for it. I'm going to dig for the info, Yes. I'm not letting up on this. It is is epic fails by Derek. uh, Really bad. (laughs) Embarrassing. And you can only hear that on the Patreon show. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. And just for the record, Alden would like to make sure that Kent Mullins, everybody knows, it's really Steven. Okay. Weird. There you go. Yeah. What's his name? Steven. So, all right. And then Apple Podcast Reviews, we've been getting a ton. We're at 392, I think. 390, 392, something like that. So go click the five stars. We're almost there. We got to get there. But this week's comes from Josh from Cape May, titled Fun and Informative Five Stars. News, reviews, and a little dose of the magic that gets you through the dark ages until your next trip. There you go. That's all Simple. thanks, folks. I love yeah, it. Love it. We'll get you through the dark ages. And to help you get through the dark ages, we also have a little bit of a giveaway this week for Derek's trip report. Yay! We have some food and wine festival, an Epcot extravaganza planned for you. Not really. Okay. It's a figment oven mitt. Ooh. A food and wine festival, I think Figment um, Magic Band, and some sporks. So Here's how you're going to win. You're going to listen to this whole episode on Friday. Um, After this show comes out, there will be a Facebook post, a tweet, and an Instagram post. You comment under the post with your favorite part of Derek's trip. What part you enjoyed the most. 
I didn't even know comments. this was happening. I'm learning about so this now. This this way we can see what part of Derek's trip we want. And you have to listen to the show to win. So none of those Instagram or Twitter followers that just follow along. This is for the real rope droppers. I like it. Bonus points if you actually leave a review too. So uh, okay. to get us to 400. All right, Derek. Let's it's talk time. about it. Yes. So, traveling party. You and Olivia, you head down. Let's get there. You went down early, right? Early morning flights? Yeah, we took a 3 a.m. flight. We left the airport at 3 a.m. And honestly, I have to tell this story on the Patreon show. It is embarrassing. Uh, Let's just say, Doug, I'm done. I'm done leaving my house at 3 a.m. for 6 a.m. flights. All right. Well, we'll we'll backtrack on this. That's Patreon. All right. Why did you do a daddy-daughter trip? Well, my daughter is about to be 11, going on 16. And in this last year, the magic truly died. You know, there's um, the magic was ruined for things. And and it's seeing her grow up and uh, become a young adult. And so something I really want to do before dad is no longer cool, because I am the cool dad, is I wanted to have some time with her. And she's been really getting into like Disney videos and archives and history and learning about rides and stuff like that. She definitely could do a little podcast for sure. And uh, she really wanted to do a daddy-daughter trip. And so since my wife and son did one back in November, I said, let's go a few days before our cruise so that way we can have some time. And honestly, we made so many memories together. I highly recommend doing a trip like this. In fact, I'll tell you the best lightning lane I have ever used and got in my life was for her to meet the princesses, so Rapunzel and Tiana. My daughter hasn't hugged a princess in over three years, Doug. When she hugged Rapunzel, uh, Rapunzel felt it. The cast member felt it. (laughs) I felt it. Everyone started, like, breaking down. This was, like, an emotional moment. And at that moment, my little Disney girl came back out for the rest of the trip. It was truly magical. Aww. That's really good. I, You know, lots of people have missed... Hugging characters, not hugging Doug. princes, not Doug, but that's good. That she came back to that Disney sort of thing. Um, so, where did you guys stay? Because you know your son, when he went with your wife, picked the All Stars. Yeah, you were with Olivia. Mm-hmm. Are, are their tastes similar? Our, our kids, you know, while they look very identical and are Irish twins, they couldn't be any more different. So Olivia wanted to stay somewhere that. I had never stayed. In fact, this is a whole theme for our trip. She wanted to do things that you and I, Doug, have never done, or my wife and I, or things I've never done. She wanted to have a lot of first. So we went through some of the resorts I have not stayed at, and Polynesian exceeded all of them. She was like, that's where I want to stay. I was like, good, that's where I want to stay. So we stayed at the Polynesian. First time staying there, I'd been there, I don't know, every trip ever I go to the Polynesian to at least get a back scratcher from Tambu Lounge. But yeah, we stayed, <laughs> and I got one again on this trip oh, just because you no. got to keep the tradition going and it's I, I hanging up. For, I feel for everyone with arms It's great reach. for my sunburn that I have right now. Oh, but the Poly, I love it. But it's not the perfect resort. Like, yeah, the monorail loop, it is the best one. Quick to Epcot, Magic Kingdom. Um, I really, I got to check Trader Sam's off the old checklist. But there's just too many people at that resort, Doug. It's always full. You can't get into Ohana. Um, It was, the gift shops are always busy. The pool was like kids' soup. And there's just, that that part of the resort, I miss the quiet, um, like, just, side of Disney resorts sometimes when you're in a loud one like that. 
I think that is true with the Polynesian and the contemporary, especially. You yep. get a lot of traffic for the the meals, right? And Grand Floridian can kind of do that, but it's not quite as much. But yeah, I I know exactly what you're saying. Captain Cooks, I think they only have like one captain cooking. Oh. 20 to 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes every time I was losing my mind. I was texting you when I was losing mm -hmm. my mind. Yeah, you you place the order, you click that you're here and you're still in the Magic Kingdom and you can get there just fine. But it's still one of the better menus, though, of a counter service compared to like Contempo Cafe, at least. But it does suffer from that. The tourists... Yep. To come and look at the resorts, right? You stay at the All Stars, no one's stopping by for to dinner. To go get a back scratcher at Tambu Lounge. I mean, I, granted, um, Pop does have the fans of Pedals. They do. That's Pedals is a big deal. All right. Anyway, um, how was fireworks from the Paul? You did watch that a few times, right? I think we did that every night we were there. Uh, we really like that from the pool a couple times. We stood on the the kind of the patio area Mm -hmm. by the lake uh, with all the people one time. And then there's a secret hidden spot. I will let our rope droppers know uh, where they're building the new tower right Mm -hmm. in front of there. They have all the boats that people rent to uh, watch fireworks. No one was there. It was great because they think, oh, it's a construction site. No one can stay in there on the beach. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can walk all the way over to the Grand Floridian. We did that. We actually walked from the Grand Flow to uh, Polly because my daughter had never seen the Grand Floridian and wanted to do that. Did you ever make the mistake of the walk from the Polly to the Magic Kingdom? Nope, never did that. Don't do that in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's miserable. There's no shade. It's it's painful. But it, in a busy time, at the end of the night, it is an option to get back to the resort, which is a good option to have. So – Love the resort, a little crowded in the public spaces. The room was nice, no problems there. The room was great, fit the uh, when it was just us two, it was phenomenal. And then when my wife and boys joined us, it was the right size. But okay. it's kind of now with my daughter getting older mm-hmm. and my boys getting a little bit older, we're gonna have to move into one bedroom suites here soon. It gets trickier, it is, it is definitely more of a challenge. That's for sure. Ah, getting older. All right, let's talk about Rope Drop because this is Rope Rope Drop Drop Radio. Radio. So it was a slower time of year, right? So let's preface everything with crowds. How important was getting a Rope Drop? Did did you get to Rope Drop? Take us through it. Well, Rope Dropping with Olivia is phenomenal because she is my Rope Drop kid. She has always been that way. All I have to do to wake her up is go, hey, it's Hollywood Studios Day. She's up, showered, brushed teeth, ready in five minutes. Uh, And so... We had no problem making it to Rope Drop. In fact, uh, the greatest thing ever was being able to get there early. Usually it's like, ah, we're running with a family of five. Mm -hmm. No, we were at Hollywood Studios early. We were able to get three things done. We got Slinky, Midway, and Star Tours done in those first 30 minutes because we stayed on property. Animal Kingdom, we were able to get Everest, Dinosaur, and Inlines for the Safari. And then Magic Kingdom was my favorite rope drop because we were like, ah, we'll sleep in. She wanted to do Big Thunder for the rope drop. I was like, okay, we'll get there 840, 845, get on the rope and and go do that. Well, we got there at about 810, 815, and no one was there. And we literally got in line at 822, almost on the rope at Tomorrowland. Yeah, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, And I said, pick something in Tomorrowland. She picked Speedway. So we rope dropped the speedway, which was fun. It was fine. I let her really mm-hmm. navigate most of the trip. And then we went over to Big Thunder and did that and was the second train on for the day. So 
double rope drop, which yep. you can only do at the Magic Kingdom. So what rope did you stand on for the second rope drop at the Magic Kingdom? Where did you go? Which there's lots of rope there options was lots. for so the So we went to uh, past Peter Pan right okay. by the uh, Rapunzel the Tower. Yep. Okay. Yep. I was just curious because that's the best place to go if you're on property and you've mm-hmm. been in to Tomorrowland or Fantasyland. You go over there because the masses, all those off-property folks, you'll be lined up on the hub yep. going into either Adventureland or Frontierland. Well, into uh, – Oh my gosh, I was going to say Sleepy Hollow Land. It's not at all the name of it. No, Liberty. Why Liberty um, Square. Square. There you go. Oh, well, boy. I struggled for that too. Oof, there like... was a like a part of my brain missing for a moment, Derek. So that's awesome. Lots of good rope drops then. How about once the family showed up, what did you rope drop with the other three? We did Hollywood Studios. We only had one rope drop together before our cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got there right on time. And in fact, we were able to um, do Millennium Falcon. That was what we all agreed upon. The one part of the daddy-daughter part is that my daughter loves her brother enough to not do any Star Wars stuff until he gets there. So we skipped Rise of Millennium Falcon. And so we did that as the rope drop, which was really fun doing it. And we got a we got a score twenty four, and we all celebrated because that is almost double what we got last time. <laughs> That's awesome. And no yelling at all. Oh, lots of yelling. Apartment? I put Insta okay. stories out there. Uh, it's there's a reason why it's my favorite ride on property. Yeah. So Millennium Falcon is one of those that it's an amazing ride with your family. Yep. But as a single rider or like a couple that's going to get stuck as engineers, it might possibly be one of the worst if you're with the wrong group of people. Absolutely. I like yelling at people. Like if you got thrown into the back of four of like my family members, it'd at least be entertaining and you leave thinking they really need a therapist. Yeah. That's about, yeah. that's how it comes out of our family too. That is therapy. You got six minutes of going through all the emotions. Well, that's awesome. How, how did you mix Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes in? Because we get more questions about Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes than anything. So those folks, listen up. Derek's going to talk. Well, I feel like now after using it so many times, I finally got it down and figured out. Uh, the only challenge with this trip was I was not waking up Olivia to help me out at 7 a.m. I was like, all right, I'm going solo on this. So when I bought Guardians, uh, it ate up a lot of time that I couldn't mm-hmm. get Slinky Dog. So that's why we rope dropped Slinky Dog and I ended up getting Rock and Roller Coaster. But the big thing with uh, Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes is just setting a timer on your phone. And as soon as that goes off, you're going in the app and you're getting your next one. That way you can stack them up throughout the day and you make sure you get the most. And then I did a really good job at, uh, I knew we were going to hop over to um, Epcot. And so I was really good at stacking Soarin', uh, Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, all right after, in the evening of Epcot before Guardians. Yeah, now there's a rule change coming for uh, the hopping. So it's not automatically going to give you a time at 2 o'clock or later. It's you got to look at what time they're going out for. So for when you hop, you need to look at the fact that like you might have to book test track because it will be the one that will be after two o'clock the soonest. Um, So a little different strategy, but it should still work. Not being able to pick the time. That drives me nuts. I don't know why they haven't been able to add that yet. What what blows my mind is Fast Pass Plus was free and you could pick the time. Yep. In advance, yep. weeks in advance, yep. months in advance. You got it. This you pay for, mm-hmm. but you get less ability to determine how your vacation goes. Exactly. So there you go. Rant over. That's the the pet peeve of the day. 
But yeah, Derek, I agree. You should be able to pick your time. That would make it better. But they probably think, well, no one's going to pick noon because everyone's like, well, that's when we have lunch, you know? So that's probably why they don't do it. I don't know. I'm sure there's a, a bean there's counter a somewhere, somewhere that knows somewhere why. It's frustrating. Uh, but what other individual lightning lanes did you use other than um, Guardians? Uh, like for that I bought, spent yeah, money yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, of yes. course, I bought Rise of the Resistance because okay. why Why wouldn't you do that? Um, we did buy Mind Train just because I did not want to wait in a line for Mind Train. I knew she wanted to get it done. With just the two of us going down, it made more financial sense to buy a couple of them. Yeah. And then I bought Flight of Passage because I saw touring plants. Chrissy was there, and I saw the crowd that was ahead of us at Rogue Drop at Animal Kingdom. So I'm glad I bought Flight of Passage and went to Everest and did Dinosaur yep. and Safari. It is amazing what you can accomplish at Rope Drop Animal Kingdom if you don't do Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage is a long attraction because it's got, like, multiple pre-shows. Yep. And it's a longer attraction, a lot of walking to get to and from it. So if you buy it and you, you go to Everest, Dinosaur over to safari and safari doesn't open at rope drop all the time nope so that's something you want to check on the app uh usually doesn't open at rope time very rarely so especially with the extra half hour that you get from staying on property so smart play derek smart play oh, sir. Well, thank you i got doug's approval that's yeah yeah you you killed it on these days with getting attractions done yet still you got some relaxation in too we did we actually did uh, the craziest thing was olivia wanted to make sure she got every single ride done uh and so it was funny going we were at the magic kingdom and i saw the liberty bell and i go you've never done that and she goes that's a ride i go yeah and we walked right on it and we did the lap around and then i showed her uh tom sawyer's island and we usually go in february and it's almost always drained Mm -hmm. and so she's never had a chance to go there so we went on tom sawyer's island i haven't been to the uh the barracks area in years and years decades yeah yeah, that's how was it? It was interesting. Was she like, what is this? Uh, she's like, how did kids see this as fun? And I was like, hey, when I was your age, this was lo- like parents basically dropped their kids off at Tom Sawyer's Island <laughs> and then just did their own thing. I don't know why there's not more bars on Tom Sawyer. Oh, it's the Magic Kingdom. Yep. That's why. My yep. bad. Okay. <sighs> Put that in a different park. It's a whole different vibe. Exactly. Um, how'd she like the Liberty Bell? She actually thought it was interesting. What's funny is, like, she goes, I always thought that was the ship that took you to, like, one of the resorts. And so she learned something mm. new on this one. Did you open up Google Earth and be like, look at this? Nope. I had to no. let her experience okay. it for herself, and it was really great. And then she saw the train tracks in the background. She's like, oh, yeah, uh, I forgot there's a train here. That's because, you know, 2018, yep. it vanished. Oh, and we yelled at the construction workers working on Tron every time we saw them. Oh, like hurry he up. Said, said work faster. Yeah. They listened. You, well, now you know that it's yep. going to open a week or two sooner because of Derek I yelled. and Olivia. And also a few people, like I put on the Insta stories and thank you to the people who are like, hey, thank you for yelling at them. <laughs> All right. So overall crowd levels, what were your thoughts? This was some of the lowest crowd levels I have seen, even like pandemic wise. Like this was insane. I walked on Pirates multiple times. I was like, I don't need to do Pirates again, but there's literally no line. I might as well go do it. And uh, I just thought it was insane 
with how slow it was. In fact, to put in perspective, Rise of the Resistance never went over 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we tr- I tried to get Olivia to get in line when it was at 40. I'm like, I bet it's 30. And she's like, we got to wait for Declan. I'm like, you are way too nice of a sister. And uh, here's here's how crazy it was, though. We walk over uh, to get in line for the Darth Vader meet and greet. And that oh, line nice. was over 60 minutes. Rise of the Resistance was at 50 minutes. Thus, the meet and greet for Darth Vader had a bigger line than Rise of the Resistance. So if that just explains the Star Wars fandom in a nutshell, that's a whole show. Right. And like the crazy thing is it took him this long to get Darth Vader yeah. back. Like, And then how about the Visa card meet and greet? Oh my gosh, what a disaster that was. So I'm, I'm annoyed at how long these lines. Chewbacca, 45 minutes, Darth Vader... An hour plus, and BB-8 was like 45 minutes. So to stand next to a robot yes. that does nothing really. Yeah, okay. which I ended up doing with Callum. But anyway, uh, I go back to the Visa card thing, and they're promoting. They like have a line actually of people. They have a person there. They're like, "Hey, it's back. We're doing it." And I'm like, "Okay, you know what? Let's let's stand in line. Let's go do whatever." It's air conditioned. See, let, it's it's not. They're actually doing it outside. Oh, it's yeah. not. It's in not the... in that same room anymore. So it's outside. Um, Never mind. Yep. And so I go back there and I'm like, okay, that's where the, the character, they have a wall where the character I can tell can pop out of. I'm really excited because they actually said, you'll take a picture with the character. And so we go, we stand, they take some pictures. I'm like, oh, when's this character going to pop out? Never does. And I go, where's the character? They go, oh, it's a magic shot. You'll see it in the app. Oh, and I geez. go, are you kidding me? So I go to the person at the visa counter and I go, hey, you can't promote that you have a character meet and greet picture without, and you're promoting a character. without a character. And she goes, well, just so you know, visa card members get a cut in line at Darth Vader. So I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Beeline for Darth Vader, pull my visa card. And the cast member there is like, what are you talking about? Like, just <laughs> like looked at me like I'm the dumbest person on the planet. She's like, that is not a thing. Please, sir. No. And like. I left and the visa person at the thing was like, well, we're still working out all the kinks. And I'm like, are the you kinks. kidding me? Like, <laughs> oh, kinks. my gosh. Just the kinks. It's the whole thing. You it's... put Boba Fett back there or someone that's oh not gosh. in the parks and you put a sign up for a visa card. Visa will pay that cast member the salary of being Boba Fett. Done They'd easy. sign up so many cards. Like, yeah, if you want to meet Grogu, I just don't you got to have this. I just don't understand that. Why promote it and not do something? Oh. You have the photographer there. You have the cast member there. And it's a horrible picture too. It was. I said was I will post it. I will post it on uh on the show this week. Uh, right? It was just stormtroopers. Yep. Yep. I will. Yeah. And not even good-looking stormtroopers. Like you could tell oh, CGI. They needed a makeover, did they? Very oh much man, so. that's that's rough. Well, at least everywhere else the crowds were a little lower. Kids are getting back in school across the country. That helps. Um, and it only gets lower till right around Labor Day. But then, boy, once fall break comes, oof, people are back in they October. Are. So enjoy these next couple weeks of low crowds, folks. Yeah, and um, even I was even saying, uh, Mickey's not so scary. We were there that day. We didn't stay for the oh, event. Oh, those are great days. Um, I've never in my history, 20 plus, 30 trips, have ever seen crowds that low at Magic Kingdom. Like, everything was a walk-on. Everything. I'm looking forward to our September 11th day there because it's a party day. Yep. Um, hopefully it will be nice and low crowds and not too bananas, um, because of that. So looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. Bus karma, Derek. Usually you don't have it. Usually you get to the bus stop and you wait 45 minutes. Yep. And text Doug angrily. 
Uh, yeah. So I never got uh, where is the bus text Not from you. Not a single time. This is the best bus karma I've ever had in my life. So we're walking out of our resort, and our resort was pretty close to the bus stop. And I hear that. Your room was. What room, building were you in? Uh, it was a Hawaiian name. Good job. That's yes. Hawaii. The Hawaiian name one is named Hawaii. Oh, never mind. It's we weren't in Hawaii. Different Polynesian name. Yes, names. Polynesian name. In fact, I I was not prepared for this question, Doug. No, I thought you would know. You nope. spent like five nights there. I, I, I did, but I don't I'm not good with names. Okay. We all were right. there. It was close to the bus stop. That's all I can all tell right. you. Okay. That's and enough. so we leave our room and you hear the boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, oh, I bet you that's our bus. So we kind of like slight jog and I see Hollywood Studios and we take off for a sprint and the guy goes, I see you. Come on board. We jumped on. Gone. That was the first day. Nice. Day two, uh, we get to the bus stop, Animal Kingdom bus, jump right on. Same exact thing. Doors closed. Gone. Magic Kingdom, literally walk to the the monorail. Boom. Monorail's there. Gone. Even when my whole family was there, uh, my wife had to run and she did not like the running part of it. The bus for Hollywood. I actually held the bus for Hollywood Studios. I'm like, my wife's coming. Like, please. Don't pull off without her. Like, I will please, be divorced. Yes. Like, keep. keep and, and she she was fine. She got there. So that was, that was a good one. So, yeah. Best bus karma. And even getting back to the Polynesian was really phenomenal whether it be taking the uh, the train to the or the monorail from Epcot to back to the TTC or we once took a boat back from Magic Kingdom it was just great we we had the best karma for transportation knock on something right cuz i don't know if that's ever going to happen again never never again um and you shared a bus with Grand Floridian usually nope no just Polly just yep. Polly 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 yep Wow. All Except right. for the Disney Springs. Disney Springs we did share with Grandpa. Well, that's because they, you know, don't like people to go spend money. No, makes sense. Never understood why Disney Springs buses are the most painful to do. They are. Speaking of Disney Springs, you went there, you ate some food. Let's start with that food. You ate at the Edison. We did. That is How a was it? highlight of the trip. I've been wanting to eat there for a, a while and I was actually, shout out to John Self, who's been on the show a few times, messaged him. I'm like, all right, what do we got? And he was hitting me up with a lot of things. First, I got to say, we went to Salt and Straw, because oh, that's new. First. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Olivia got some ice cream. It was the best ice cream she's ever had. I took a bite. It was good. I didn't die. So there we go. That was good. But then uh, trying to figure out where to eat, uh, we were like, ah, we don't want pizza. We don't want this. And her big thing, of course, is let's do something that you have never done. And so the Edison, I'm like, ah, I've been wanting to do that for a while. We looked mm-hmm. at the menu real quick and we we're like, okay, let's go. And I got the burger and she got a grilled cheese and tomato soup. And she thought, she, good. She, thought she was the first one ever to dip uh, a grilled cheese and tomato soup. She's like, dad, look what I invented. And she dipped in, ate it. And I'm like, oh no, that's, that was invented at the beginning of time, sweetie. I'm sorry. I never make that at home because I'm not I mean, a big. You could just use ketchup too. It's yeah. the same thing. Not but, really, but close. But I got to say, Edison was phenomenal. The food was really good. I really love the inventor. Came by, sat at our table, interacted with Olivia for a good while. Uh, awesome service. And just overall, one of the highlights of dining on this trip. And definitely now is number two on my Disney Springs dining. Oh, so what is number one on Ra- Disney Raglan Springs? Road still. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was worried it was T-Rex. Okay. Whew. Dodge the bullet. Regular so the, road, but you got to have the music and the dancers there. Yeah. If it's not that time, then eh. No, then it's just food. Um, so the inventor is a character that roams around the Edison. It's yep. steampunk themed, oh, yeah. right? Yep. It's very themed, very cool. 
Cool. I'm jealous of that one. All right. More dining over in Epcot. Um, Chefs de France, Derek. So we decided to do something elegant, and so we chose Chefs de France, and we were the only ones in there, and it was – it is what, what it is. What time was your – Three thirty. Yeah. Okay. Just yep. wanted to clarify where you're the only ones in there. It was great. Felt safe. Um, she got the steak. I got a beef pasta. It was good. Will I go there again? Probably not. Too many other options in Epcot. Yeah, that's the thing about Epcot. You, there's a lot of great ADRs Check to be off had. The list. But yeah, check it off the list. And then you went somewhere new. I did. I um, went to. Conf- uh, Connections. Connections Cafe. There you go. Yes. Connections Eatery. There you go. Wow. I was way off on that. The I... c- cafe is the Starbucks. You're right. You're right. They, everything's the same name. It's okay. It's very confusing at and times. But I, I will want to call it all. Yeah. I will say it is my favorite quick service at Epcot by far. So okay. It, it was good. Shout out to Touring Plans for uh, getting us the food there to give it a try. I had not been there. And uh, I had the chicken sandwich, which was phenomenal. The General So's uh, chicken salad was really good. My daughter loved the pizza. She actually said it was better than my pizza. My, so I'm my whole family cons- was concerned about that review of the pizza. Yeah, I am too. They were all like, mm, maybe Olivia shouldn't be giving pizza reviews. I, I agree. But we'll yeah. get to that review in a little That's bit. That's coming sure up. It's coming up. A little bit more pizza. Um, How was the dessert? Because we've loved the dessert there. The, the waffle thing was yes. amazing. And uh, the milkshake uh, Olivia had was phenomenal. That She loved it. Okay. Good dessert option. So, and it's also say, large. It's a large, it was bigger. It's actually bigger on the inside. I was like thrown off. I was like, oh, this can't be that. Oh, it still goes. Yeah. So plenty of places to go and sit and get food there. Okay. Yeah. Well, and um, it's also with the desserts being good, I think is a good dessert option because in future world, you don't have all the food booths. You no. don't have all that. And Guardians so, is right there. People right. get hungry. Like snagging a waffle dessert, not a bad idea, really. No. Don't don't think you're limited to Mickey bars uh, for dessert in Future World. Go go grab one of those waffles. Get the milkshake. Send some air conditioning and enjoy. I think that's the big thing to remember about that place. So, all right, good reviews. Um, be our guest. Was that with the full family? No, nope, that was just Olivia and just I. The, okay. Yep. Another one I wanted to pick up. She has been there once before, right after it opened. So she has no memory of it. So going back, she had a great time. She's a huge uh, Beauty and the Beast fan and loved it. Um, it just, But overall for me, it it's eh. It's good. It's it's good, but it's not worth the price in my mind. I did wave at the beast. Thought the last cool. time you were there, you loved it. It was the best meal you ever had at that time. Not, but I still said it's not like it's a really not good worth meal, the price. but still not the price. That's what I said. It's just okay. it's expensive for what it's good food, but not worth the price. Gotcha, gotcha. And and like no true character meet and greet, I think hurts yeah. that price a little. Exactly. Like, right. I, why can't you – why is there not Mrs. Potts or Lumiere or – like there's so many options oh, they yeah. can do. <sighs> okay. One last meal here to talk about, and that's Pizza Fari. Oh, my which, gosh. Yes. Derek, first let's start with you went to Pizza Fari? Oh, yes. 
This is great. It is 10 o'clock. I have to feed my daughter. We just left Flight of Passage. In my mind, I'm like, we're going to we're going to the best quick service uh, on the planet, and that's Satouli's Canteen. And I showed Olivia the menu, and she's like, I really do not want any of this food. I'm like, oh, I really want this food. Sounds good. And she's like, no, I really don't. She's I'm broken. Like, I go, what do you want? She goes, pizza sounds good. And yeah. if like a light bulb went off of my brain, I was like, done. When is it open? 10 o'clock? Great. Let's go. I go, this is going to be content for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I put it on Twitter, Facebook. I did a whole Insta story review. This is phenomenal. I am so excited at this point because I've been making fun of this, yet I had never been there, Doug. This is a first for me. Oh, so you made fun of it without, without going. So last time I went to Pizza Fari, it was all flatbreads, and they had like a flatbread like of the month sort of thing going on. I got the cheeseburger flatbread at Pizza mm-hmm. Fari. Pretty sure I, it tried to kill me. What did you get there? We just got a pepperoni pizza, and it was one of the worst tasting things I've ever had in my life. Uh, we couldn't finish it between the two of us, and mm. it's not even that big. Uh, I make my own dough. I use like Italian flour. I, it takes 48 hours. I do cold fermentation on it. So when I had their dough, it tasted like it was in a freezer, uncovered, freezer burn. It was bad. The sauce tastes like it's just a bad tomato paste from some generic store, and they're not even using real cheese. Like it's I use super real saver tomato paste. Something. So, and they're not using real cheese. I'm pretty sure that cheese would have lit on fire. It was garbage <laughs> bad. Like I make fun of it, and then I can now have reasons to make fun of it. Also, the amount of listeners that commented or messaged me or text messaged me, thank you so much. Uh, I got called a child abuser by one of our Patreons, so yeah, uh, well. may- maybe. So, uh, and then shout out to uh, Touring Plans. Chrissy was like, how could you feed your daughter Pizza Fari? You know what? You need to go to Flame Tree Barbecue and have a cupcake and some drinks to wash that down. So we went over to Flame Tree and had some dessert and yummy, uh, ear delicious drinks to help wash that taste out. I haven't been there for so long. It's oh, good never to know it hasn't improved. Ever. ever. It's done. I don't gone. know how they can't just serve the same bad pizza everywhere. That's what's weird about Disney pizza is it's different bad pizza everywhere. Like, why is Pizza Rizzo's better than the other pizza? It's still well, bad. Connections why? actually wasn't bad. Their dough is completely different than what I make. Like, I make a, a, an Italian dough mm-hmm. um, where this is actually really light and fluffy, almost like you get, like, like at a... Like a bread. Yeah, bread. And that's why she liked mm. it more. Um, but they still didn't use good cheese. No. No. It's it's so weird that the pizza's also different and all not great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And um, did you eat anywhere with the whole family? What The one we did that I got the ADR for was Sci-Fi and Dine. And how was Sci-Fi? Uh, well, it was an Callum experience. Was asleep, Callum I saw slept that. through the whole thing. Well, it was at like 1.30 or yep. something During like that. His, so... You know what? The fact that he slept was worth the price itself. He slept the whole time we were in there. The food was okay. My kids really did not enjoy the entertainment at all on the screen. My wife and I were laughing so hysterically that if you're one of the cars bias, um, I'm sorry because <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. My wife had never been there, so it was a, a gem. Oh, okay. This, this is my third time there, so uh, I'm glad I got to you know experience that with the family. And um, it is what it is. That's yeah. all I can say. It, it, I, I got a burger. Right. It's not gourmet food. It's nope. burger shakes. That They do good shakes. Yep. Um, My daughter got one. Um, 
yeah, I don't. I, it's entertaining. It's a neat atmosphere. Oh, the atmosphere Whether or not phenomenal. you like what's on the screen, you got to walk in there and your eyes get big a little bit. Yep. I. It's one of those. I think when Hollywood Studios was the first year it was open, when I went as a kid, that's where we ate, and so that that's what I think of every time I go. So I can't give it a fair review, yeah, because of nostalgia. Oh yeah, makes sense. But it was all right. It was fun. And then uh, the only other dining I did, I did, uh, I took Callum to um, um, Pecos Bills, so had some Callum dad time and. You- you know what food on property is the least photographable food on property? Pecos Bills. Oh, my gosh. Yep. You take a picture, it's just yellow yep. meat. Uh, you know what's funny is I still what? like that counter service. Like it's Every good. time I go, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like it's, it. It's ugly, it's greasy, but it's good. Yep. I, I think it spot. has more flavor than, than the Mexico Pavilion counter service. It does. For sure. Yes. That's sad, actually. No. There's more seasoning, more spice going on there. Uh, what did you have there? I had the nachos, the beef nachos, and then beef Callum nachos. had a kid's taco, which he yeah. spilled all over himself. Excellent. Saw that Excellent. coming. Of course he did. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Yep. I I really like their chicken nachos. So Yeah, it's... those are good. I've had those before. Usually I get I, the fajita platter, but I switched too. it up this time. That's a lot of food sometimes. Yep. Sometimes it's not. It depends mm-hmm. on who puts it together. The nachos is always going to nacho. Yep. Hit That's the spot. It was good. Nice choice, Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that sums up the dining. What did you guys do for breakfast? Uh, we got a couple we skipped breakfast actually almost every time. Okay. We just, uh, wait, that's why 10 o'clock eating lunch. You're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we did, we, the only other time we got a muffin from Captain Cook's and then we actually got one of the, uh, 50 muffins at Animal Kingdom that they had there. So, but yeah, my daughter and I will both skip meals to do rides. Yeah. All right. Just thought I'd. Double check. All right. I did make coffee in the room for the record. Oh, yep. okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, the Joffreys that came with the room? Yes. Okay. How was it? Palatable? It was, it was, it, I drank it. It was caffeinated. It did. It did its that job. That's the main thing. Better than Pizza Fari Pizza. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Which doesn't do its job of pizza-ing. No, not at all. No. That was So Elisa now can officially give it a bad review. Yeah. Just, I mean, kind of like, like said, uh, hey, Nine Dragons. This trip was a lot Check. about, you know, getting things done that I haven't done that Olivia hasn't done. And we we did a lot of them. All right. So we have one ride review we got we to gotta cover here. Yep. Big, big thing we got to cover. Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. Derek, how was it? Did you enjoy it? How did you get on it? All the details. I, Boarding group, Lightning Lane, both? Nope. I just did a Lightning Lane for it and uh, was like, hey, I'll spend the money. We'll just get this. We'll kind of see how it is to see if we do it again in the trip. And so bought it. I love the pre-show. I thought it was one of the best pre-shows on property. It's kind of two parts, right? It is. It is. Yeah. So uh, it made me laugh. It made me smile. The effect, I won't spoil anything. I was like, whoa, good job, Disney. Mm-hmm. And then the ride, I maybe I had too hyped up because my son, Declan, it's his favorite ride. I know uh, I didn't hype it up. I know you, you didn't. My wife, did my wife was like, this is a great ride. You're going to love it. A lot of people are like, oh, you're going to love it. I didn't love it. I thought it was good. But after doing Velocicoaster and Hagrid's in the fall, I'm like, that's where my expectation level, it's not there. It's not this super e-ticket roller coaster. It was smooth. It was fun. But it's not that thing that I'm like, I cannot wait to do again. My daughter actually didn't enjoy it. Oh. Yeah. 
Also, huh. uh, the day I was there was the day the lady fell down the stairs and broke her oh. ankle. And so... Yeah, Michelle a, saw that and was like, you're never going again, Doug. So why did an Imagineer... Now after going on the ride... Not even Imagineer. Humans. Why would any human... Put okay. stairs at the end of a ride like that. Because like it was... Who's, like, that was the first why. thing I thought. When I went down I the stairs, I for sure, I go, someone's going to die on these. And then I found out they broke their ankle. So the only reason would be because it's cheaper to do the unload to where you have to walk over the track again. Yeah. The only reason. Only reason is money. Yep. It should never have safety? happened. Not safety. Yep. Nope. Didn't think about that. Like... I mean, it has so many other options for that. I mean, even Toy Story, you go over the track to get on, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go over it again to get off. Um, it's like Toy Story in California, though. You go up and over when you get off. Yep. And that's just lazy. It's just lazy design. And now Michelle will never let me do it again. Because if you want to take the elevators... It's like 10 minutes of, like, elevator up, and then you walk over, elevator back down. You got to take two elevators to get out of the place. Yeah. That's I don't a know. Fail. I wonder that. So that was my biggest concern. Um, I don't think it fits Epcot that well. So, no. but They do, tried by they, calling they it a pavilion. They tried to force it. It, was, it is what it is. Will I do it? And so um, I actually bought it again when my wife and uh, kids showed up. So I bought it for Olivia Declan and my wife. They went to Epcot. I took Calum to Magic Kingdom. The ride never opened up the whole afternoon. So it was down, like, the whole afternoon, which annoys me as well. Like, it's a new ride. It shouldn't be going down as much. That is annoying. Yep. But it is is Disney. They like to have rides go down. They do. That's one of their goals. But Rise was not down, but I still had it in B mode when I did Rise of the Resistance. So this is ride number five in a row where I've had B mode. Where Kylo's out in his ship. Yep. Yep, I haven't seen Kylo. I haven't seen the animatronic in five trips now or five rides. Yeah, last spring break when we went, he was in B mode. I saw him in A mode in uh, Memorial Weekend. Okay. But the gun, the the hall with the the cannons, they don't they haven't moved for like a year. Yeah. I think the last time I saw those move was in September of 2020 with you. I think they're afraid to like tear that ride apart and start working on it. And yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, look at how long it took him to finally do that to Everest. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, I didn't realize much difference on Everest, but they did change the light bulb on the effect. That was, ooh. I did notice that right away. I was like, Ooh, it's bright. That's good. That's good. So any other ride highlights or, ooh. um, you haven't asked me about Buzz Lightyear. So are you, a galactic hero, Derek. Three out of four times. So that's according go. to Meatloaf. That ain't bad. No, it was in the the one I didn't get. I got eight hundred thousand five. I was like one shot. Ah. So, uh, but it was it was fun. I was trying to teach my daughter how to shoot, and so she hit the bottom of Zerg's ship one time and got the hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and she started like celebrating like she got galactic hero. So that was a huge <laughs> highlight. Um, you weren't the parent that was like, no, you need to do that nine more times. Yeah, I. You know what? I was trying to teach her the whole time. The hand yeah. wasn't moving up and down. It was in the low position, uh, so I could only hit that. I didn't think I was gonna get it. Uh, I got really lucky when uh, camera, I, I destroyed the volcano, Doug. The top of the volcano, good. guys. I was zeroed in on that a couple times. It it definitely changed the game for me. Nice. 
Good job, yeah. Galactic Hero. I, that you know what? It, there's something that has become my favorite um, ride at Magic Kingdom because of you. Oh, because of the you, uh, you taught me how to do it. It did. It brought out something in me I didn't know that was there. Oh, another highlight. We did Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and mm-hmm. I got picked to be Sully. Ooh. So I got to our face. That was a good one. That's perfect for you. I know. Well, my daughter was really mad that I never became that guy. So we went. Oh. And did, we did it twice actually. She's like, "Dad, you got to try to be that guy." And I'm like, "It's hard to just be that." You guy. You can't just yeah. And so when I got silly, she goes, "Oh, that was even better than that guy." So she's really happy because yeah, that guy just sits there. You mm. like you're not gonna get picked to be that guy, Derek. Yeah. They can tell you're they, you're you're extrovert. You're fun. You're you know who should get picked. It's, me i'm that you are that guy i definitely am that guy yeah it's no question uh another highlight my daughter got the rebel spy on star tours so my son has got it now my daughter has got it so there you go i always knew when she got picked i go i knew it you're a spy and everyone (laughs) in my ship started laughing Uh, that's funny you sounded a little bit like luke in uh, uh return of the jedi there I have it. My father has it. And my, my sister has it. There you go. My yeah. daughter's now a rebel spy. Join in the family. Now she wants to go to the Galactic Star Cruiser. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you no. just tell her, no, we only have to do things that are new for yes. both of us. Oh, there you go. That there works. Go. Yeah, yeah, we, did, we didn't do, do Ogas. I uh, didn't do, we did do a couple of fun little drink areas where I got a couple of cocktails. Like I took her, she wanted to see the, um, be uh, uh beauty and the beast uh bar i'm blanking on the name oh the rose yeah no, it's not the rose. almost the same name as what's on the wish yeah it's, it's confusing it's enchanted so, rose. enchanted rose so yeah. i went there to because she's been wanting to see what that looks like being a beauty and the beast fan and she'd never seen grand flow so we did see that um it wasn't that great. It's actually one of my least favorite bars on property. I know that it, like upsets people. Though I did get to check another bar off my list. Yeah. Trader Sam's. Yeah, that's right. You jumped Holy in there, crap. got a drink. Got a like we were in out of there in like five minutes, but it is uh it was a phenomenal experience. Great bartender, great service, and I understand now why it's so popular. Mm, yeah. Now you were in the Magic Kingdom with the family for a day after yep. the cruise. Yep. A lot of that day we'll talk about on Patreon. But uh, fall decor was up. How was that? Beautiful. I love fall. I mean, nothing better than 106 degrees looking at pumpkins in the Magic Kingdom, sweating profusely and chafing and all the things. But, yeah, that's that's fall at the Magic Kingdom. I did yeah. love the decor. Uh, they definitely did update it a little bit, and I'm sure the, the party. We actually were going to go to the party. Like, the original plan was we were going to do the party that night. But tickets were an arm, a leg, and another mm-hmm. spleen. And I was like, I just cannot afford a hotel room and tickets. That's yeah, a grand. Yeah, a whole other day of your and, trip, And too. I just, just could not swing that. So we went. We checked out the decor. There was no one there. We were there for three hours. We did eight attractions and a parade and eight in three hours. So I feel like we, that was a win for what we yeah. did. Yeah, and then off to the airport, and you made it home. We did eventually. Eventually, had some flight delays. I'm sure that'll be talked about on the Patreon as well. All right, Derek. Sounds like an awesome, awesome trip. It is one that I, I recommend. You know, if, if you ever have the opportunity, try to take your kids. Just do a special time with them at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, whatever you want to do. But 
I'm glad we did because there's going to be memories and pictures. Like we have picture on Haunted Mansion where we're like looking scared and she's like, oh, I want that picture. And then us being able to meet Mickey again. I haven't been able to hug Mickey. So we were able to meet Mickey and other characters. And, and it was just uh, a wonderful and experience. And I, I did do Figment. Of course. I did. Did do Figment. Yeah. So. All right. That's it. So, yeah, it was a great trip, uh, definitely. And thank you for touring plans, of course, for uh, blessing us with some food to help rinse out some bad pizza. And, of course, if you want to do a trip, you need to go to touringplans.com slash travel. Click that rope drop radio on the pull down tab. Let them know we sent you. Definitely a good time to go. Um, You know, book this time when kids are in school. Yeah, they're not in the parks, dog. Yeah, it's great. More, more often, I got to stop doing these spring break trips and start spring going. Spring break is brutal. No, that was awful compared to the, like, night and day difference. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was weird. So, yeah, it was great. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about my fails on the Patreon show. So if you want to hear that, which you do, and I don't even want to talk about it, uh, you're going to have to go into the show notes, click the Patreon tab, and become a member. And thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show. But that is all the time that we have. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.